Hello, and welcome to another episode of My Backstage Pass. This is your host, Lee Zimmerman, with my producer, co-host, and good buddy, Billy Hubbard. And today, folks, oh my gosh, Billy, can you believe it? Today, we are introducing a true legend. We have Mr. Ray Stevens joining us. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I'll never live up to that. We even we <laughs> threw the applause button in there, Ray, just for you. We don't normally it sounded do real that, to really me. Honest. It sounded absolutely real. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you? How are you doing, Ray? It's it's great to speak with you. How are you doing? I'm humming E flat, as they say in the music business, <laughs> and getting ready to modulate. So, oh, you there know. you go. Well, you you have been. I mean, okay. It had the late James Brown not passed on, we might not be able to say this, but I think we can say this safely. Ray Stevens, you are the hardest working man in showbiz. You uh, well, I don't know about that. But, you have uh, five albums this year, five <laughs> albums, and we're only uh, beginning October here. It always looks like you're having fun too. Yeah. Well, well, the thing is, uh, COVID closed down my cabaret showroom, so I had to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got in the studio. And you have your own studio, so you can go in and do recording whenever you want, right? Well, if I can get the engineer, sometimes he's hard to get, but uh, most of the time he's available. All right. Well, you know... uh uh, my buddy over here, uh, he Billy, he he's a pretty good engineer. You let him know if you need him, and he'll just uh, zip his way to Nashville. Oh, yeah. I'm volunteering him. You notice that? Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah thank well, you. I'll, I might take you up on that. So be careful. <laughs> Little plug. The uh, checks in the mail, Billy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so Ray, you know, honestly, I don't know where to begin. You are you are legendary, Ray Stevens. And the hits that you've had, the music that you have contributed to the soundtrack of our lives, I mean, it, it really kind of takes my breath away. Um, do, you, do, you ever, do you ever look at your Wikipedia page and think, gosh, that's, that's me? Can you judge no, yourself a- in the third person? <laughs> I'm afraid to look at a Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. You've never seen your Wikipedia page? No, I didn't know I had a Wikipedia page. <laughs> of course you do. Okay. Right. That is, that is the highest acclamation of legendary status when you have your own Wikipedia page. I mean, Billy and I are craving, yearning to have a Wikipedia page someday. Yeah. And, how do you spell how do you spell Wikipedia? Oh man, you're tough and you're tossing the tough questions at me here. Yeah, I, th- I think yes. it's W I K I P E D I A. Wikipedia, okay. Wikipedia, and yeah. you know it's basically well, it's a, it's like the Encyclopedia Britannica these yeah. days. Anything you need to look up, you know, you type in the name and Wikipedia yeah. will come up. And well, Billy's got it on the screen right yeah, now. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't. You can put people oh. put anything on there. It doesn't get very much uh, editing control. So, oh yeah, some, that's some, why you should look uh, at it because if yeah, you people, need somebody to edit it, you'll be able yeah. to do that. But yeah, okay. Strange, I'll, you know, I'll, people I'll, don't know what they're doing. They post anything on there, man. <laughs> well, that's true. You can't, you can't trust anybody. Like fake news. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> so before we backtrack, I mean, obviously, 
I think uh, folks know you and and your work. You you know your hits: Ahab, the Arab, the Streak, Guitarzan. I mean, and, and and you know it's funny they weren't <laughs> they weren't necessarily politically correct back in the day, but that's before we had to even worry about political correctness. They were just funny and lighthearted, and man, they still stand the test of time, right? Well, yeah, and they uh, the test of Politically correct does not stand up either. You cannot. You can call anything politically incorrect if you want to. You know, it's it's stifling. It's stifling, isn't it? Oh yeah. But but I think you, sir. You know, you prove that great music and great humor. That is what we should judge things by, and. You know, and and that's what you did. And, and beginning, I guess, in the sixties, uh, you know, you had a streak. Well, pardon the, uh, <laughs> you had the streak as a hit, but you had a number of, of hit records that launched you on a career that uh, continues to go strong these days. And you had serious songs. Everything is beautiful and misty. I mean. And you, you were across, and, and I'm not, I shouldn't say you were, you are a crossover artist that has had success in any number of genres. Um, well, <laughs> I sometimes think that categories of music are uh, yes. a little stifling because, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, music is not but 12 notes, and you got to use all of them in any type of music you want to. Uh, name and uh, it just all depends on the inflection of your voices uh, of your voice and the arrangement that you use the instruments that you use to make the record that uh, determines what uh, constitutes uh, different styles in some people's minds of music so what I'm trying to say uh, long story short is I like all kinds of music and I think that uh, you can really inhibit yourself if you want to stick to what other people have said this is country or this is pop or this is rhythm and blues or this is whatever so you know i just sort of uh put on my blindfold and go in the studio and and you've been so successful with that too you've had you've had hits on you know different radio formats but i agree with you i mean i think that formatting in such a strict way is you know, that's a mechanism of the uh, music industry, too. To well, people they, had to do something, they had to do something to split up the pie, I guess. You know? Yeah, but the listen, yeah, I guess the, so. listen, the listener, he doesn't care. I mean, he either likes it or he doesn't, or she either likes it or she doesn't, you know? So, right, right. Uh, that's, that's the rule that I go by. Well, I recall when I was growing up and your music was on the radio, formats didn't matter because we could hear a Ray Stevens song followed by the Beatles, followed by whoever, and they all fit, you know, top 40 radio, they all fit. So uh, I'm a little nostalgic for days like that, you know? I really yeah, know. yeah. Well, what goes around comes around, so, you yeah. know, it ain't over till it's over, so keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> well, I think with these five albums, and again, I say five albums in 2021 alone, we're just starting October. Uh, that's pretty amazing. I think you are doing your part in in order to spread this diversity. 
<laughs> because all these albums kind of have a different style to them, right? Well, yeah, a little bit. You know, I uh, I went back and did some old songs that I've always yep. liked. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of the albums, I had a hit with Misty uh, uh, using a banjo. And uh, at that time, it was unheard of to do a song like Misty in a bluegrass style. Uh, but it was successful. And so based on that success, I tailored one album. I call it Melancholy Fescue. And that's uh, <laughs> subtitled High, T- High Class Bluegrass. Uh, and I, uh, yeah. I took songs that you would never expect to hear done in a bluegrass manner and uh, did them with, a, with an orchestra in the background in a lot of cases. And so it's it was a lot of fun doing it. And uh, I think a lot of people might really enjoy listening. So it's called, like I say, one of the albums is called Melancholy Fescue. And in parentheses. High class bluegrass. Yep, yes. There you go. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you, you are a mass appeal artist. And I think this particular album proves that all the more. And it's innovative. I mean, you, people shouldn't forget that you are and have always been an innovative artist. You break down barriers, you push the parameters. I hope you like my alliteration there. Uh, oh, <laughs> but, but, uptown, uptown. Uptown. But that's that's what you do, Ray Stevens, and you continue to do it. Um, you know, I, I'm curious. Again, you know, classic hits, five albums in one year. Where do you get the inspiration? Do you just wake up one day and say, I'm going to reinterpret, reinterpret some old bluegrass hits? I mean, where does it come from? I don't know. I just enjoy what I do. And uh, it's really not a lot of work for me because, uh, like I say, I enjoy it. So mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, uh, if I didn't do that, I don't know what I'd do. Well, is the uh, is your venue still closed down? Are there plans to reopen? No, we we open. We're sticking our big toe in the water, so to speak, and uh-huh. we opened September fourth, just oh, on Saturday, just on Saturdays. And okay. so far, we've had we've had four Saturdays of shows, and the crowds have been really good, as, uh, especially since COVID is still out there and yep, uh, yep. scaring scaring people away. But uh, yep. we've had some really good crowds and had a lot of fun. So. Uh, Anybody listening, uh, come to the cabaret. Right now we're open on Saturday nights, and uh, we'd love to see you. Now, we, we need to spell that out for him. It's C-A-B-A, capital R-A-Y, cabaret. We don't want them to be confused with the uh, Broadway musical of the same name, or similar. <laughs> come no. to the yeah. cabaret, old chump. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I, I misspelled the word on purpose just to get, <laughs> get my name in there. So do you st- uh, do you now? If people come on Saturday night, will they see you? Are you the featured performer? Oh yeah, oh, all right. Yeah. You know, I, I can't afford to hire anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that that what a treat though to be able to come and and see you in person at your very own venue here. Um, Ray, I know your daughter Susie, uh, whose last name is Ragsdale. And she's actually played our venue uh, here in East Tennessee called The Station. And I was curious uh, about the, the name change. I think you had changed your name uh, maybe, er- I guess, early on. What's, this, what's the story behind that? Yes, my, uh, you, I, I, you're hard to understand for some reason. Uh, is this Billy talking? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy. Yeah, yeah. sorry. It's, I was you're just... hard to understand, Billy. But uh, yeah, he, it's his accent here. He's got an accent. <laughs> That's the yeah, problem. I think you're yeah. referring to my daughter, Susie. Yeah, he he is. He's a friend of your daughter. That's yeah, the name. That's what oh, I was. You know, yeah, I, okay. yeah, never put her name with your name till uh, as far as I thought. Well, what's the didn't work. Yeah, well, her her real her her name is Ragsdale, and that's my real name. But I my name was changed uh, by the first record producer that I ever had in nineteen sixty no fifty seven <laughs> and uh, fifty seven and uh, he didn't like my last name, so he changed it. So they used to uh, do that a lot in the in back there in the day, didn't they? Absolutely. Everybody, this guy, this one particular producer changed everybody's name that he he recorded. You know, I I have to reveal, I don't think Billy even knows this, but my my real name isn't Lee Zimmerman. Somebody changed that. It was really Lee Jones. Lee Jones. Lee Jones. Okay. Well, that's. Well, no, no, no. That's actually that's a that's a. Well, that's, yeah, that's what that was. yeah, that was a bad <laughs> show. What I meant to say is a, a, a convoluted last name like Zimmerman. You you know you wouldn't change it to that. You would. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was going for it. You had me convinced. Yeah. I, well, it's my, my very dry uh, sense of humor here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so again, going back, five albums. And you tell us you have a box set coming out, too. Oh, my God. This man is an overachiever, Billy. Yeah, really. Well, the thing is, I'm like I said, I'm working on volume the four four of those five albums one okay. of them, one of the albums is a new comedy album called ain't nothing funny anymore but the other right. four albums are half of a box set well they're in a all box together okay. and it's called uh, uh iconic songs of the 20th century volume <laughs> one the soundtrack of on, our lives yeah. right subtitle the soundtrack soundtrack of our yeah. lives and i'm working on volume two which will be out and put them all together, and it'll be uh, the complete uh, set of iconic songs of the 20th century. I hope to hit on the hits of every decade in the 20th century. Starting starting what, like in 1900, 1910? 1900, yeah. Yeah, 1900 to 1910 would have been the first decade, I guess. And, uh, you know, take it from there. And the, well, song, I, the song list on Great Ballads, and I did, I did hear that. And I, I just listened to me, and I said, well, the few albums I've heard, I didn't want to just hit skip you know all the songs are so good yeah and he has a very very uh difficult attention span here but yeah. he did listen to every song <laughs> all the way through that's a credit to you mr stevens <laughs> oh god he's good songs ridiculous. great song i list. wouldn't listen to all the songs all the way through Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> so so again give us an example of a song from 1900 or 1910. I mean, that's before radio, before my time. Well, I have, I have those, I have those song titles written down. I, I haven't committed anything to memory. So oh, therefore, okay. okay. I can't give you an example right now because I don't have that list in front of me. Okay. But, All right. Fair enough. I mean, who believe is- me, there were hits in the, in the first decade of the 20s. Wow. Wow. So did that take a lot of research on your part? No, not really. You knew I mean, it just off the top of your head? No, I can't do it off the top of my head, but you, uh, it's very easy to research uh, things like that. What okay. with the internet and all uh, at our disposal, anybody can look up whatever songs were hits in every any year you want to name. Right, right, right. So so you did do some research. You, you, this oh, took yeah, a little sure. research. Okay, all right. Kind of 
different maybe from the average album where you you know you kind of know the songs this way you had to seek them out you know well yeah but when i when i saw the title i knew the song because uh, okay. they had to be they had to be big enough uh even back then to have been played during my lifetime so right right i, knew, I, got I knew i yeah. got you well you weren't around in 1900 though oh, right <laughs> no okay you know Ray, I, I look over your list of credits, the awards and the accolades that you've received over the course of your career, and it's it's pretty stunning. You have two Grammy Awards, nine Grammy nominations. You're inducted to the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame, the Country Music Hall of Fame, the Georgia Music Hall of Fame, and the Christian Music Hall of Fame. And you have a star on the uh, Music City Walk of Fame. And, and, I mean, this is unbelievable. Do you have a big enough mantle to hold all these awards? No, but I got a guy hired, a guy hired, a guy hired. A guy hired. It's hard to say. A guy hired to go down to the uh, Walk of Fame and uh, with a broom and shoe off the dog. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something serious here. No, no, because you know you never know where a dog will. That's go. that's I, I that's don't want true. him more on my star. You I would hope saying? though that whoever's walking the dogs would not allow their dog to do that, or will have a little poop bag. Yeah, uh, well, you know. you know, people look off sometimes when the dogs take advantage. I I look off uh, deliberately because I'm embarrassed when I walk my dog. I I do. I admit it. I admit it. So yeah, you know. So. All these awards that you've accumulated here, again, I mean, are you in awe of yourself? I mean, you say, wow, I mean, what a career. Yeah, I, I have to uh, I have to take calm me down pills every now and then. Just, I'm, so, I'm so excited. <laughs> calm me down pills. And where can we buy those? Oh, wait. Uh, I'll... Uh, They'll go I'll to the make CBS. them up for you. Call me uh, when you really get that straight. <laughs> I'll uh, send you a oh, that, that is so funny. That is so funny. Well, you know, given your 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 different personas, and I asked you this when I interviewed you uh, a couple of months ago, but your early songs had, you know, they were comedy. They were funny. Uh, they made people laugh. But when you started doing the serious songs, you know, everything is beautiful and misty. Was it a little bit of a challenge to get people to take you seriously and say, look, I'm not just a comedian. I, I can do the serious stuff, too. Well, you know, it is a, in the beginning, it is a kind of you have to, you know, grab people by the throat and say, hey, listen, <laughs> because in in the beginning, you know, even comedy is hard uh, to get played sometimes because back uh, oh, in the 70s, and uh, 80s disc jockeys would say, well, we can't play these comedy records anymore. They're a fast burn. Here today, gone mm. tomorrow. Mm. So, uh, you know, a lot of records that I thought were good uh, didn't get airplay and therefore didn't make it. But, you know, a lot of people uh, uh, have their own ideas. And, uh, you know, you, you finally get over that and uh, get on through the, the maze, so to speak. And uh, every now and then, uh, something will sneak through even though there are barriers put up 
by mindsets that have no basis in reality. And uh, then you uh, say, aha, told you. <laughs> right. And you have been able to say, aha, I've told you so many times throughout your career. I mean, you know, the songs we've named, the, the work you continue to do. I mean, you're around, you're thriving, and <laughs> some of these critics have fallen by the wayside, shall we say, you know? You're still well, I don't know. I don't know about that, but you know, I just do what I know how to do and I enjoy it. So there you go. And, and I don't know how many people are aware of this, but you do so much. You're not only a performer and an entrepreneur and a songwriter, you're also a producer and a ranger and, and you've been on television and, uh, you are a multifaceted individual. You're a, yeah. you're a renaissance man. You're, we should call you Renaissance Ray. I mean, really. <laughs> I, okay. I, you know. Renaissance Ray, that's me, boy. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> so, so again, you know what? You, you just seem like you never rest. You're doing all this stuff. And I would imagine in each of these different things that you do, you have to kind of be in a different mindset. Like when you're going into the studio to produce somebody else. I mean, you've got to be focused one way when you're on stage, you're focused another way. Is it easy for you to shift gears like that? Well, I don't shift gears. I stay in the same uh, <laughs> overdrive and uh, you know, it works for just about everything you want to name. Right, right, right. Are you, are you anyway. gonna talk, do you play Tarzan now? You still swing, swing up there. <laughs> Billy wants to know if you still swing like a uh, guitar Zan. Uh, I don't know about that, but, uh, you know, uh, you give me a vine. We'll give it a I thought, shot. I, thought, I saw someone at your show swinging one day. That's what. Really? You should have visuals? There are visuals? I thought I saw a picture of, yeah, maybe that was a long time ago. I thought it was a recent one. Maybe it's I photoshopped. That it was Garth Brooks, I think. He was swinging it. <laughs> from, from the balcony to the stage, I believe. All right, all right. Billy thinks it was you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, but I'm, I'm right. a fan i'm a fan since the days of all the songs now you probably you know everybody gets offended over like the bridget the midget and they have the arab and i can't remember them those are i had those well bridget the midget was what didn't get a lot of airplay because here in the united states because it was politically incorrect oh but yeah in, in england wasn't as uh strict back in those days and they uh it was a bigger hit in england than it was here <laughs> well I used, as a kid i you know i sung it i I just remember we all loved it, you know, school days. It will. Big, big hit in our neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people would play them and talk about them and laugh yeah, together. Never, and never even had any bad thoughts about it, really. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean, the fact that they made it to the top of the charts, despite yeah. hook or crook, you know, these songs were chart toppers. And, uh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Now, now, dare I mention it? You are you are a young man at the age. Can we mention your age here? Sure. You are eighty-two years old, are you not? That's right, eighty-two. And a lot of people at this age, and this is not a put down to anyone else, but a lot of folks would think about retiring or hitting the golf course or traveling. But you are still intent on what it is that you do on on working very hard. So well, I've seen I've seen guys retire and they don't last very long after that. Sit around and die, you know. So right. don't do that. Yeah, you don't, don't want do to do that. that. And I, I'm a terrible golfer. So there okay, you go. well that explains a lot right there. 
I think somebody asked Willie Nelson that same question, and I and I believe Willie Nelson is is you know a little bit older than than all of us here, and they said, well, Willie, you know, you travel across the country, you know, do you want to retire? And he said, why should I retire? I'm having so much fun. What's the point? Well, Willie's older than me. You know? I know he, really he is. is. I said, yeah, I said that. I said that. He's incredible. Wow. He is incredible. So I guess the uh, lesson to be learned here is that if you're having fun, why stop, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and again, and I keep mentioning this because I'm just so dazzled by the fact five albums in one year. I, I've said that 18 times during this interview, but... This is um, this is very very impressive. There are a couple of other uh, a couple. What we're gonna? Oh. Billy's telling me. I, what just, are we say, I just want to check with Tom. See how we're doing there. So I don't know where he's going. Oh, are we okay yeah. with Tom here? Well, you're about worn me out. But, yeah, uh, just, you know. <laughs> I, to I was going to ask here. you if you could just describe a couple of the themes of these other albums: Slow Dance and Nouveau Retro. What's old is new again. And great right. country back. I mean, that is self-explanatory. But these other two, all the all the titles are self-explanatory. Slow dance is uh, an album full of songs that uh, are good to slow dance to. And uh, that makes Bell sense. And, uh, and nouveau retro. What's old is new again. Uh, is exactly what it says because these are songs that I don't think a lot of people remember. Okay. And if they're listening to them for the first time. Even though they're old, they're new. So, um, and great country pal- ballads is uh, just what it says. Great country ballads. You know, I, I suddenly feel very stupid here because I said, "Tell us what these uh, albums are about." And yes, they are self-explanatory. And uh, uh, I, I deserve that. Yeah, but but what an amazing output. So in twenty twenty two. Other than the fact you're going to put out uh, the iconic songs, Volume Two, will we see another five albums from you in uh, 2022? Are you I, setting a standard here for yourself? Yeah, you'll see another uh, five albums because I've got a bunch of stuff in the can that's still waiting to come out. And plus, if I'm going to finish uh, uh, great uh, iconic songs of the 20th century, I'll have to do four more albums. Uh, uh, that. That's true. So, to compile, so there you go. And uh, uh, these two iconic song albums aside, I suspect we could do an entire anthology of your whole career, um, and that would be like a three hundred and forty-seven CD box set, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a biggie. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's on wire. You know, yeah. <laughs> that, that yeah. was the first medium on which sound was recorded. I think was there. Well, there I, yeah. I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, uh, I've, got a, I've got one of those radios, wire radio. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You have a wire radio. Yeah, no, but, and, and you're one of the first people that I've ever heard that knew. I've had a lot of people in the music, and they say, "What's that?" Wow. <laughs> yeah, or wire. There's a real connection here now. Yeah, it's I still just, wire. I feel the vibe. Okay, sorry. Well, Ray, again, uh, thank you so much not only for taking the time today, but more importantly, for all that you've given us throughout the years and for reminding us that maybe we shouldn't take ourselves so seriously all the time. Maybe we need to lighten up, enjoy life, have a good time. And um, 
so thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for for being you. What can I say? Well, thanks for the interview, guys. It was really a lot of fun. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna send you out with just some applause here. You deserve the applause. The studio audience is they're going wow. crazy. Yeah. They're going How crazy. you get all those people in that little room? Well, yeah, you know, yeah. we uh, we give out chocolates. You yeah. know, we we uh, <laughs> have incentive here. It's a COVID audience. And, yeah, and uh, Bill, Billy does a strip tease. It's really weird. Don't go there. Yeah. Okay, that's why it's audio only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, sir. All right, guys. Thank you so much, sir. All the best and continued success. We'll always look forward to whatever you have to offer, race. Well, thank you so much. You take care, sir. Yes, we're going to sign on out here. And a big thanks to Ray Stevens, man. What a treat. And, of course, host here, Lee Zimmerman. Check out Lee's book, by the way. You know, he's a famous Americana author. (laughs) Got a book called Americana Music Voices, Visionaries of Pioneer and Honest Sound, all available on Amazon. Please like, share, and subscribe to my Backstage Pass on your favorite platform. And we'll see y'all next time. Bye, everybody. Happy trails.